0: and we just did a lot of things really well in all three phases and we played complimentary football and um you know controlled the game well folks in the words of the great tom herman texas is officially 1-0 that's right and this is another episode of the bevo boys episode 25 my name is creighton branch the man laughing on the other side of that Great joke that I'm glad I pulled out is the man, the myth, the legend, Joe Scanlon. Oh, Joe. I can't believe you just
1: said that. I can't believe you just said that. I, I this, this is a new <laughs> this is a new era, Creighton. Read the title it is of the a new podcast, era. man. A new era, a new team, a new coaching staff, and dear God, did they look good on Saturday.
0: It was really nice to, you know, just see this team just looked different and it was just a breath of fresh air. I mean all around, give credit to Steve sarkeesian and the entire sc- coaching staff. Uh that was a really nice performance on Saturday I will take I
1: boring and uh big big uh big wins. I'll take uh, I'll take that over the heart attacks that we had to deal with on a weekly basis with Tom Herman, okay? So I'll take I'll take the boring at this point in time. Um now we'll have to just see how it goes the rest of the season, of course, but but if 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 Saturday was any indication, this is a brand new Texas Longhorns program. And I'm I'm just very, very excited.
0: Yeah, no, I am super pumped for what this season could potentially be. It looks like it's going to be hopefully a magical run uh for this team and what Steve and the entire staff are able to do. Uh, this saturday was just uh it was just really nice to eventually have after a no, decade long uh, yeah time and, of... and
1: we'll get into it too when we talk about the game and stuff but it, from what i saw on the replay since i was busy covering the corn huskers game against fordham fordham had faith hey, fordham tied the game at seven early in the first quarter and i for a second i was like oh god can i be a part of one of the biggest upsets to ever happen in Nebraska football in college football history. Um, <laughs> if he lost to Florida, he 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 wasn't even he wouldn't have left the field. They would have buried him there. Uh, that that's the... That. So, but no, yeah, Nebraska took care of business. Yada yada blah blah. But uh, from what I did see from the few moments I watched in the Texas game, this team just the the play calling the. The scheming, it's just it's it, like you said earlier. It's a breath of fresh air. So, but let's get into it. You know, let's uh, recap this game against Louisiana, and then uh, we'll talk some some good talking points. B B and Jordan and Hudson Hudson, welcome to the big time, buddy. Oh my goodness! I this is why I told you sometimes my takes suck. Creighton will be the first one to tell you that, but. Sometimes I'm right, and in this case, wanting Hudson Card from the jump. I wanted him from the jump. I think we could go back to the podcast back with the Alamo Bowl and I would I was saying I want Hudson Card next year. You're welcome, folks. I was right. So we'll talk some of that and then we'll look ahead to Arkansas as the old SWC rivalry gets reborn next week in Fayetteville. So um, let's start with the game, Creighton um, as everyone knows by now, Texas winning. 38 to 18 and you know it did kind of start out slow it was only 7-3 after the first quarter
0: yeah I mean I think a lot of people were expecting you know or really a lot of people wanted Texas from the jump to just get out there and start doing you know dominant things but I was trying to text and tell everybody hey uh you got to give them some time. I was willing to give them an entire half. Uh, I was hoping it would be only a quarter, but I was willing to give them at least an entire half until the third quarter because you got a new coaching staff. You have a new quarterback. You don't know how Hudson Card is going to be in these situations. Sure, you can simulate and practice uh, getting hit and playing against defenses that are trying to get after you, but it's never like it is in a real game. And so I, I was glad to finally see that Texas – figured it out really in the second quarter and then definitely there uh in the third and i just i i think people were so anxious that they weren't gonna uh give any time but after the three and out at the beginning of the game i mean it was pretty smooth selling for hudson and the entire Offense, You know, they didn't have any issues uh, that much. And, I mean, they didn't turn the ball over whatsoever. Well, they went all. down
1: 3 nothing, and I, I had a feeling Texas fans would be like, oh, my God, no. But, but then yeah. you now B. John Robinson, welcome. Man, I'm so excited, Bijan! <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, my God. This kid's going to be so good. It's going to be so good.
0: Oh, yeah, I stand by what I said uh, was the last week that I do believe he's going to be the best running back in the nation he's, I think you are. It's already not just is.
1: running. It's not just running. He, he can run routes mm-hmm. too. That route over the middle that people were retweeting all over the place and you're you're like, "Why the heck with a was everyone retweeting a route run by a running back because he didn't look like a running back. He looked like a slot receiver running a route." Like
0: Yeah, this no, kid's he unbe- He's
1: versatile. He's unbelievable and he scored, yeah, he scored that touchdown in the first quarter on just a nice little little toss from Hudson. Um 18-yard run there, but then second quarter, yeah, we get another touchdown. And this touch, hey man, like I said, this is when I knew we made the right choice. Hudson Card throws a dart to Cade Brewer, who literally the window, the window he put that ball was so small. I don't think yeah, it was a football could have fit through that window. Honestly, <laughs> like if you if you cut a window and put a football-sized hole, that's he would have had to put it right through it, like right through the hole to get that touchdown. And then you know. Yeah. Uh, kudos to Cade Brewer for making the catch too. I mean, that's tough. Two guys all over you. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. No. There's a there's a joke that says this is Cade Brewer's you know ninth year <laughs> at Texas. <laughs> I was
1: about to say. I think we've been saying his name since 2016, 2015. So I mean, it's it's he's been there a while. But you know, that veteran leadership, the veteran presence in the locker room is definitely going to help this year. So you know, and he's man, he. He's had a he's had an up and down career. I feel like I mean he's been he's shown flashes of brilliance and then flashes of absolute trash. And you know you gotta wonder, um, especially if he has a great year this year, how much of it, how much of it was Tom? I lo- I would I, I can't I can't wait to see how some of these players that have been there a while play this mm-hmm. year because if they come out and they play lights out, yeah. there is something in the equation here that's not there anymore, and that's Tom Herman. So. I can't wait to see how much of it's Tom and how much of it is just the players, but I'm have a very good feeling. A lot of it's Tom Herman.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I do think that's true, but I also think cause it's a new coaching staff that a lot of people are just really excited. And, and I, I think that part of that plays into that. I mean, when you look at in Tom Herman's, you know, first two years, well, I mean, not really cause he did end up losing to Maryland, but <laughs> I mean, still, yeah. uh, it, those first few, uh, those first few possessions, he there was there was a lot of buzz, and then after a while, you you know you realized yo we're about to lose to Maryland. But no, uh, th- this is definitely like if you think about it, I mean, this has got to be one of if this is probably the best game that we have played uh, at least in an opener in the past. What I mean, almost a decade now. I uh, I mean that just the way that Texas was able to come out and just control everything uh, from start to finish uh, outside of the first drive, which really wasn't even that much. Uh, it was just getting your feet wet. And then, of course, Louisiana scores three, but then after that Texas really never looks back when they get the lead. And I thought it was pretty cool how there was so much hype about Steve Sarkeesian. I mean, the what he did at Alabama and then what you saw even at USC and before that, uh, knowing that he is an offensive genius. What was he going to be able to do with these Texas players, given that the Texas players are incredibly talented? And you saw that uh, on Saturday that he was able to, you know, feed his players and just not do anything overly crazy and, you know, figure it out. And just he made a really, really good uh, Louisiana team. Probably the most experienced team coming back in college football. Yeah. Uh, They're good. You know, Louisiana's got almost all the returning starters they made this team and they're probably going to win the sun belt they they made them look i mean like just a bunch of just really scrubs. you know yeah. scrubs yeah yeah
1: no and and like you said just the t- i mean you know we go up 14-6 at halftime um then third quarter then we really showed up because i mean Bijan scores a a rushing touchdown uh he gets hurt and I, hey, Grayton, your message in the group chat literally you go oh oh gut.
0: Get up yeah. get up, Bijan, yeah.
1: get up. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm glad he was able to, to get back up. And one thing about that third quarter is that beforehand you never knew what Texas team would come out. You didn't know if they were gonna be, you know, flat or if they were going to do something, but this time <laughs> Texas came out and put their foot on we, the gas, you know, and that was yeah, impressive. No,
1: seriously, they they flat always flat, always flat, but this time, two touchdowns. Hudson Card also ran in a touchdown. You know, 28-12 games pretty much in hand. Then they go on. Jordan Witt, like you said, mm-hmm. had that touchdown in the fourth, and then Dicker, you know, hey, okay, if there's one, like, <laughs> little spot where it's like, eh, I mean, he did miss from 48, but then he hit from 49. He, mm-hmm. he hit from 49, so, I mean, uh, Dicker's just, Dicker's yeah, being uh, Dicker, I guess. I don't know. I, he, I'm
0: hoping that he's i'm hoping he's got like that's his one and we got it out of the way
1: Mhm. that's a good point that's a good point i'll take that but there we go 38 18 texas wins and you know back to that Bijan injury real quick you know how many times like we talked about in the last episode have we seen guys go down and they don't get back up <laughs> oh no and, and that that scared me that scared me that scared me i was like oh god are we gonna have more injury problems like please god no and i don't think did <sighs> anyone have any real injuries
0: no, no, they didn't. And that was what I was like. Oh, I was like, we got so close. We had talked about it the week before and I was so nervous. But, you know, luckily he was able to so get out of that. Anything, and I just should have
1: said anything.
0: Yeah, God. you're right. I jinxed it. I I did. But I think it, what stood out, too, is also like with B. John Robinson and Jay, like you said, um, Steve Sarkeesian, like, he's not afraid at all to get his players involved and that was the thing with tom herman was you didn't the the game plan with tom was very static and uh it could at times be complicated but like with steve Sarkeesian, you know he's like okay here are my best players here are the guys that are going to get me there like let's feed them and so you saw with B. John Robinson, he said he was gonna give him twenty carries. He ended up or twenty plus. He ended up giving him twenty carries uh, for over a hundred yards. I said a buck twenty-five I thought he would run for. He got close, and then obviously he got a hundred and what, seventy total yards uh, with his catches, and so yeah. Uh, and then Jordan Whittington uh, finally having uh, the game he deserved in Austin. I mean, after predictable not being able to play almost <laughs> at all. In the past few years, uh, it was just nice to finally see him being able to get out there and dominate. I mean, he he is a stud, and you can see it. And so I think that Steve realized that, and it's yeah. just uh, it's nice to it's it's nice to see uh, somebody just really, you know, give their give their playmakers the ball and that was the thing was last year was like with Bijan you know it it was like you knew he was one of the best players on the team but I mean he only got the ball a few times here and there I mean we all knew it and so uh, I think Steve is going to continue to utilize those guys Hudson Card is a stud man Uh, he's got a lot of A lot of great players on this team. It's
1: brilliant what happens when you actually use your players the right way. And like you said, Tom Herman just stuck in his ways. I I really think, looking back now, he thought because it worked at Houston, it would work at Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it was him, it was him, it was Beck, it was Orlando. They all did that thing. And what happened? It worked in 2018, (laughs) then it did not work ever again after Mm -hmm. that. So, yeah
0: yeah yeah no the the smoke and mirrors defense was was nice that first year and then after that everybody yeah. knew about it it and was easy
1: I don't think Quick Kwi- I don't think uh, blitzed on third and long so
0: yeah, yeah yeah no no he didn't and you know if we have to give like one thing to say about the team, I do think that the offensive line struggled a little bit. Now, Steve Sarkeesian did say in the press conference that he does believe that that will be fixed up uh, over time. And I do believe him. I think it was just the first game thing. But they uh, let Hudson Card get pressured a little too much, I thought. But I do think that this line will be oh, just yeah. fine going down Flood the stretch, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, I definitely do too. And it's just you, you, you can trust in this coaching staff that they're going to know how to fix things and they're not going to be <laughs> stuck competent. in their ways. They're
1: competent. They're <laughs> competent
0: and another yeah. thing the turnovers yeah uh, no 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 turnovers for texas and we were the ones that ended up getting the turnover i mean no drama from the ut side and i thought yeah, that no, was a no you know? and that, I mean, that
1: brings me to our next next point of the podcast let's talk about some of the things some of the good things we saw so you know the first thing was you know we played one of the better opponents in Week 1. There were some games where, you know, mm-hmm. it's your typical Week 1 game. I mean, A&M played Kent State. Uh,
0: <laughs> I was going to say, like, Kent State. Yeah, I mean, like, me.
1: people are playing. Oklahoma played Tulane but looked terrible. Yeah,
0: Spencer. Yeah. Hey, that, hey, that's a formal a opponent. Spencer, Spencer not Rattler. only did they
1: play Tulane, but the game got moved to Norman because of Hurricane Ida, <laughs> and they still yeah. almost lost to Tulane. I mean...
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't want to bag on Spencer Rattler, but I just, I just don't see the number one overall. No, pick, I don't man. see it I either. Don't.
1: I don't see number one overall. I don't see Heisman. I don't see it. Two inter- two interceptions and one. T- the two lane quarterback played better than him. Which brings us to my second point about Oklahoma, real quick. Their defense ain't improved. What the hell are people talking about? What are you, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. Now, they could come out, and I don't know who they play next week, and then they play Nebraska, which I might be at that game. That'll be interesting. Um, If they struggle against Nebraska, I'm going to call Red River a win for us. I'll be that confident because...
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think that if they continue to play this, if we play like we played, uh, and then Oklahoma against Tulane, I mean, we should be fine. I mean, we're definitely at the moment. I mean, it looks like... Uh, we are the most well. I mean, I would say we are very well rounded, opposed to Oklahoma is just obviously very top heavy. I do think they're good, but man, I mean that defense. I mean, just they blew that yeah. lead, uh, and I think that's that that's crucial. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to uh, I'm not trying to make this about you know Oklahoma or anything because we need to get back. To the episode, but still, man. You yeah, know, we're not, I, I we are not we are not
1: an Oklahoma podcast, but yeah,
0: yeah. No, I think that we'll. They weren't the only we team to shake even number
1: fifteen Wisconsin fell to number twenty Penn State, which I don't know how Penn State was number twenty after the year they had last year, and then number nine. Yeah. North, poor Ugh. Mac. Poor poor, poor Mac. Mac. We love Mac on this <laughs> podcast. I don't care if you guys hate him. We love Mac, and that that kind of hurt to watch him fall to Virginia Tech, and then number four Ohio State. I'll also kind of. You know, a little bit of a little bit of a stumbler, mm-hmm. and then of course we'll mention it briefly. But Clemson, what the hell happened to Clemson? I mean, Georgia's a great oh, team. Georgia's a great team, but three points? How many yeah. rushing yards?
0: Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I, I think if they would have scored maybe one more. I would I I'd, I'd believe that score because I do believe Georgia is really good, but I honestly don't think that Clemson is that bad to where they can't even get a touchdown on the Bulldogs. Uh, That was a little odd. So Texas did their job. They won their game against a pretty
1: good opponent. Um, And what did we see in this game? I mean, like we've said, solid quarterback play, uh, a star in the making at running back. Whittington's healthy. And then, just like we said, well-called game from Sarkeesian. And then, like we touched it briefly, Kwiatkowski also called a very good game.
0: Yeah, no, and that's the one thing that I was thinking about, man. The, the defensive the, no, line. No, it wasn't even
1: the defensive line. Defensive line I wasn't worried about coming in. I was worried about the linebackers coming into this year. Yeah.
0: And hey. they
1: looked great. And I don't think... No,
0: they, dude, they did.
1: we don't even have to mention the Stooges.
0: No, no, we don't. I mean, they were back there, but they never had to be used. They never got to that point. I know. I mean, it, it was so... It was just a weird day yeah. overall. Yeah.
1: I don't even remember who the Stooges are at this point. Was it Anthony Cook? But he looked great. Oh, yeah, he looks yeah. good. He looks good now.
0: Yeah, it was Josh, Josh Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, who's the other one? Did yeah. he graduate? Uh, well, he he transferred. I can't remember Oh, yeah, was, but... it was
1: tripped. Yeah, well, I guess we'll have to find a Stooge. But but like yeah, I said, yeah, this team... Yeah, don't worry. This, there will be always one defense, that pops up. <laughs> they looked better, though. So, honestly, you know, let's yeah. get to the point where we, we dropped the Stooges' moniker. And... And we, we, what was, what was it you said you'd buy an Anthony Cook jersey? I
0: I would buy an Anthony Cook jersey if we went (laughs) undefeated. undefeated. Only, (laughs) only if we went undefeated, which I'm totally fine with if we, if I get an Anthony Cook jersey, if that means we are 12 and 0. But I do think we played the tough, the third toughest game of the, you know, of the week outside of Miami and Alabama, which I do think that Miami is a really good team, but you know, Alabama is just, you know. Yeah, 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 they're just that better. And then, you know, the yep. other one with obviously Georgia and Clemson. Uh, but uh th- this team was a really good Louisiana team, right. and I think that Steve Sarkeesian uh, d- did a really great job at making them look like they really had no chance in the game at all. And that's usually something we haven't seen from Texas in a long time. Like I said, I mean, this is it's been a, it's been a long time. Yeah. Like a decade. No, I agree. Since and then, you know, we played a game like this
1: one more thing with the defense here, missed tackles. I think there was one play, someone 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 saw someone told yeah. me about it. It looked very similar to the CD Lamb 2018 play. Uh, but other than that, mm-hmm. they said not a lot of missed tackles.
0: Yeah yeah, no. I mean, I mean, it was pretty weird to see Texas wrap up like they did. I mean, people were swarming to the ball and there was some like uh, some technique that you hadn't seen been used in quite some time you can tell this coaching staff like really focused on that during this offseason and it really helped out man i knew kwikowski
1: was good i knew kwikowski was good i that was probably like like we talked about all offseason this coaching staff is the best coaching staff or one of the best coaching staffs in the nation yeah and yeah
0: no yeah they they said that this staff could potentially win the award for best staff in america this year
1: especially if texas looks this good every game, and, mm-hmm. you know, for the sake of Anthony Cook's jersey, you know, goes undefeated. <laughs> I mean, You're that right. would be incredible. I mean, oh, I just can't get enough about this coaching staff and just the improvements that have already been shown, and I just, man, to get multiple years with these guys probably, hopefully, I mm-hmm. mean, I'm, oh, God, the future's just looking bright and card. I mean, someone someone mentioned he looks like Shane Bouchelle and David Ash combined.
0: <laughs> Uh, but only the better, good parts, no. and on
1: the days they played well.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he throws a lot of Because I mean, he, he has the
1: arm of Bouchelle. Yeah, has a better arm. He has a better arm than Bouchelle, honestly.
0: Yeah, no, and I do think that like everybody knows he's fast. But I think when you're down there on the field, I think he's a lot faster. He's way than he faster looks, you than know? he looks. Yep. That, yeah. Yeah. Like I think when when you're there trying to tackle him, I think he's got some more speed than people give him credit which for. Be uh, Kyler Murray, which is cool,
1: obviously because no. he's not yeah. 5'10" Even know, he's shifty. Yeah, yeah, I was wrong, right. whatever, man. Whatever. I, that was God. that's years ago at this point. I'm that makes me feel old. Um but yeah, you you see why he went with card? No turnovers, good decisions, great passes, looked comfortable in the pocket and had to get out of trouble cuz of the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Cuts and cards the future, baby New era. It's the it's the era of yeah. cuts and card. It's the I, I, come up with I the do feel bad
0: for Casey Thompson. A couple,
1: you know sometimes you just people are better that's just that's <laughs> life that's just life uh, it yeah. sucks it sucks because casey's a nice a, a really good kid yeah and
0: definitely
1: It. i feel bad yeah But yep, that's life
0: but at, at least you know that if it comes to it we have a really good backup we in will Casey. have a really
1: good backup which hopefully we won't need because everyone's gonna stay healthy knock on wood um Moving to the rest of the backfield, I mean Robinson got twenty four touches, which wow! Imagine us saying that last year. Robinson rushed twenty four times.
0: Yeah, I think last year he was getting what twelve, 12 touches
1: a game. Ten, yeah, um yeah, no, he had yeah. runs of seventeen and nineteen yards, and he caught passes, three passes for over over fifteen yards each. I mean, so good. That's a great start. Like we said, this kid's gonna be something special. Hey, what did we say on the, on the podcast last week? He's he's like the next Ricky Williams. And who yeah. who says that? Emmanuel Ocho goes on the record and says that. Uh, Emmanuel. After the game. Yeah. So either either a hey, Emmanuel, <laughs> if you're listening, we love you. We'd love you to come on the <laughs> podcast. Um, please. No, seriously. Actually, that would be awesome to have Emmanuel Ocho I mean, on the podcast. So, um, he if, he, nice. if he does listen to us, which I hope he does. Uh, yeah, Emmanuel hit us up. Um, and then, like I said, just the last point is just it's a completely. That's why this is called a new era because this feels like a brand mm-hmm. new era of Texas football, and it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like when Tom Herman took over the team because you could call that a new era too. But that that I mean, losing to Maryland yeah. off the bat.
0: Yeah. No, he lost twice. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't win his first opener until his third yeah. season. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. it was, it was just nice to finally see a difference. Yeah,
1: no, exactly. So this feels like a brand new era. I'm excited, Creighton. I know you're excited. So this is this is gonna be a fun fun ride. I feel like, and now we, we move to uh, next week, which it's the SWC rivalry mm. of, of uh, ages past. I can't speak. <laughs> I can't speak right. Um, Arkansas, the Razorbacks, out of Fayetteville. We'll be taking on our Texas Longhorns in Fayetteville, so that's that's interesting how they they uh, schedule it for Arkansas. Usually, you would think the better team gets the uh, the home field mm-hmm. advantage, but you know, I, the, when did they schedule this? Like ten years ago, probably. So I mean,
0: uh, yeah, probably. I think they've had this on for what five or six years God, now. That's how
1: they do games nowadays. Don't yeah. we have opponents for twenty thirty or something? I mean,
0: yeah, no, no, we've had like we've had like Alabama right. and and Michigan locked up for like six or seven years yeah. now for twenty for twenty five.
1: I, I don't I get why you have to lock them up, but like your team could be completely different in six years.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's weird because it's like you know you never know what these teams are going to be. I mean, Alabama could be completely awful. You well, know, they, with, they well, won't
1: be next year. They won't be. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, well. but yeah.
0: But, like, yeah, Michigan and them. You oh never know what kind God, of team they're going to yeah.
1: be. Or they could get, they could get good here in the next couple of years. Who knows? It, it,
0: but yeah, But back they to could. the
1: matchup at hand. Texas versus Arkansas. Some fun facts for you folks. Uh, the first meeting was 1894, which we won 54 to nothing. So we got off to a good start against Arkansas there. Uh, we've met them 78 times. And we played the 1969 game of the century, which... We won and led to our national title, (laughs) Hook'em. The the
0: Richard Nixon game. The Richard Nixon Nixon game, game.
1: exactly. I read the book on that game, actually. Um, Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, It might have been either the game or the the series, or I forgot what it was called. I have to look it up. But uh, yeah, I read the book on.
0: Yeah, it's so wonky the way they used to do that.
1: Would you rather have the way they did it back then or the BCS?
0: I, I. I think I'd take the BCS. Yeah, I was about
1: to say I'd take that. But Richard Nixon decides? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's see. And then they haven't played each other uh, regularly since 1991 because Arkansas went to the SEC, of course. And then we went to the Big 12 and the SWC. Went, pfft, so, uh, this will mm-hmm. be this will be interesting. They haven't played since 2014, which was the Texas Bowl. And we lost thirty-one to seven. So, yeah. Um. Hopefully, we can get a win here Saturday. And and our <laughs> hey, we have the all-time series record fifty-six and twenty-two, which is a seven-eighteen win percentage, which is pretty good. I'm just saying. So. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, and and you know, looking at these lines like Texas uh, by negative six. I mean, that's that's a little low. You mean, you you mean, me you mean you mean Texas, Texas
1: by six? Texas by six. It, Te- yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas by yeah. six.
0: Sorry, I was doing doing math while I was looking at these numbers. <laughs> and uh, yeah. But I think Texas by six is a little low given how uh, bad Arkansas has been over the uh, past uh, few years. No, actually, and, I th- you know, I,
1: they, they were pretty good last year. I don't think they've gotten any better. I think they're the same, if not a little worse, honestly. Yeah. They beat Rice. They gave up 17 yeah. to yeah. Rice. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, but they have fallen oh, off over oh, the years. Oh, they've been bad
1: for years. For years. That's why last year was a little bit of a shock when they mm-hmm. almost beat what was it, Auburn. Uh, yeah, so, I, but
0: I do think it's hard to look at last year's COVID, COVID year and year. really judge uh what a team is uh yeah is, you know, capable of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a really exactly. good sample so, size. So yeah, they
1: beat Rice 38 to 17. I I think we're going to be just fine. We're all gas, no mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Which is still a great slogan. Still a great slogan. <laughs> and they definitely showed it on Saturday. Um I think I think Bijan runs all over that defense. I don't think that run their run defense yeah. isn't good.
0: Yeah, no, I said that Bijan would have a buck twenty five this past week. I was close to that. I'd say he has a yeah, hundred yeah, over hundred yards. Yeah,
1: And uh, if we want to get into our predictions, um honestly, you what what else what else do you have for this game, real quick, Creighton? I-
0: I, I think that this will be, uh, I, I really like uh, the way Hudson Card is going to get uh, a really good uh, preseason, uh, preseason non-conference schedule uh, for these first three games. I mean, he played a game against the Louisiana team, uh, who's a top 25 team, who uh, is bringing back a lot of their starters, and it was in your home stadium. Uh, So you got that, and so you got that experience. But now you're going against a team who's not necessarily all that great, uh, you know, in terms of football. But you are going to be playing in uh, Arkansas, and they said that that game is sold out. So you're going to be playing uh, in a very hostile environment. Uh,
1: It's it's an atmosphere.
0: Yeah, 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 no, yeah. You're going to be playing in a completely uh, sold out uh, stadium with uh, a bunch of screaming Arkansas fans. And uh, we'll see how Hudson is able to handle that. But I really think that these three games are going to uh, really give him a lot of uh, experience. even just Not just him, but all the players in general. But I, I do think that uh, Texas is going to have an opportunity to do kind of what they did against uh, Louisiana in a way. I do think Arkansas is going to come out and really uh, try to impose their will. I mean, this is one of the best games that they've had in a while there. That's why it's selling out. I think that's why they put it in Arkansas, Joe. Uh, yeah. Because, oh, yeah. you know, it was – if you, you put it in Texas, it might not be – that. it might be marketable, but not that much. But if you put it in Arkansas, everyone's going to flock uh, to come to this game. And – Uh yeah, that crowd's going to be pretty raucous on Saturday. (laughs) Yeah. Pig Suey. Oh, that's close to what I got. I got us winning thirty five to twenty. Yeah. 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 What? That, the, what is that? 55. that That's still the under. Don't take the overs, folks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I even had a higher score than you, and it's still under. Don't do it.
1: Yeah. That. That crowd going. <laughs>
0: We are.
1: Yeah, I mean that's. I that's called an that atmosphere. one wrong. So um, I could I could see us getting rattled a little bit by all, by the crowd, but I don't. I, like I said, I don't think, I don't think we're gonna have an issue. I have us winning thirty five fourteen. What do you got? Ah, <laughs> uh, one more touchdown or, or two more ex two more field goals, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah that's oh, no man. that's I, I we're on the same wavelength and yeah I, I think yeah. that's actually a very good it's a very good score I think personally <laughs> Don't take the over folks don't take the over Now 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 if you don't if you don't take the over and yeah. end up in Texas it's yeah, 45, definitely 45 50 be interesting. points um we're sorry you bet it. You bet at your own risk. We are not professional betters, so don't. You don't have to listen to us. You don't have. Yeah. No. I. I just. I think that this is going to be goals. a, a so, really uh, fun I got game, 14, and I think it's going to be a great 20, test for Hudson. And, car, and I might actually get to watch uh, some of this game especially against will team that in.
0: Clearly has some bad blood still left. Uh, from the Buffalo, old school which, days, scores, I think he's going Lord, to get Arkansas's best Lord, shot, and uh, luckily that the team is not because uh, UTSA beat Illinois they were dude. a few, you know, so UTSA many years ago. Beat but Illinois, the atmosphere go, go and runners. the sold-out uh, crowd is going to so, be something that he I mean, can gain and, experience and from. I, I and I think about, Texas I will like, be. Uh, fans? I think will no be just answer, fine in this game. Honestly, I think that they proved enough in the Louisiana game, which was supposed to probably would have been a tougher game, but they still I mean, uh, Mid major, so I think that it'll be interesting. You know, it'll be interesting, but I think I we think will wait and see what happens go with in Texas and, and Arkansas, I think Texas Arkansas on, on have Saturday a really night. Great Creighton. day, and then I'm expecting Any obviously finals? big things from Bijan and Jay Witt. Yeah, no, this is uncharted territory. That's it. You can tell we're not used to this, folks. Yeah, that. Yeah. Other than that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree, hundred percent, and I think, like I said, <laughs> new era. This is a whole new program, and it feels really, really good, Creighton. Yeah. It feels really good. So, yeah. uh yeah, I guess uh if that's all you have. um Again, great win by Texas. Yeah, no, I. Th- th- this kind of you feels can, weird. You all can, can tell like, this is new for I the Bevo boys,
0: boys, folks
1: we I literally we, we kind of did what texas did we came in we we talked about the game we had good things to say we leave we that's literally no issues i i don't know what to do like is there anything i mean can we find anything to talk about negatively i, I like i said just the, the missed field goal that's it and the offensive line being a little weak that's it wow this is wow i don't, need, I don't need, thank you Thank you, Steve Sarkeesian. You you are you are going to save us. I'm not gonna say he saved us because it's early, but it, it damn well sure looks like it. So, uh, wow. I guess that that does it for another edition of the Bevo Boys. We'll be back. We'll be back next Monday with a recap of the Arkansas game and a look ahead to Rice. Even though it's really not gonna be much of a look ahead because it's Rice. So, um, uh, enjoy the game. Oh, this is. <laughs> I don't know what to say at this point. I don't know what to say. This is crazy. Uh, but but everyone, enjoy the game on Saturday. It's a night game. Enjoy it with your family. Enjoy it with a beer. Enjoy it with a nice Dr. Pepper. However you want to enjoy this game, I think it's going to be a good one. So definitely sit down and watch it. And we will have, like I said, brand new episode next Monday. But until then, always remember, the eyes of Texas are upon you. And hook. Them.